It is a beard. 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 A fine, full, dignified beard. Let's see. Is it ringing? Am I connecting? Skype can be sketchy occasionally. Oh, and there we go. We roll right in from the pre-record, right in to the Axmas Party promo again, and then right in to my man, Easy 606 How's it going this evening, fine gentleman? What's going on, man? Let me get some flame emojis in this motherfucking chat for the homeboy. You have heard his tracks during that pre-show. Got familiar with you, of course, because of your inclusion on the bill at the Axmas Party. Tell the heads a little about yourself. I know you're repping Kentucky. I know you repping rare breed music. What else? What else can you tell us about yourself? Oh uh, man! First of all, fuck you for the tarp comment. That was rude. Uh, that no, was I'm a rude. big. I'm a big boy. I'm a big man. I got a two X, nearly a three X. I feel you. Uh, that cracked me up. But anyway, man. Uh, yeah, I go by Easy Six Hundred Six. I'm from Northern Kentucky. It is not buttfuck Kentucky because we are in the concrete jungle. We are actually like the city part. If you go to southern Kentucky, then you might get raped. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying. But yeah. hey, it's Beverly Hillbillies all over again out here, bro. But uh, anyway, yeah, I go by Easy Six Hundred Six. I've been doing this shit for about. Oh man. Roughly ten years or more. Um, I'm just I've just gotten serious over the past five to six years. I've dropped a couple albums out, uh, done a shitload of uh, shows around, you know the uh, the Midwest and the Southern region. I uh, took a little time off. I just came back off a three year hiatus, and uh, basically I'm just trying to uh, get back out and build the fan base back up, man. Well, I know you got the project Verbal Disease, and it's out right now, available on all the motherfucking digital outlets, and you can get hard copies at the 606 shop. Is that something that's been recorded since you came back off the three-year hiatus? Yes. Um, all right, so that's new oh, that material. Whole, that whole, Yeah, it's all brand new. Uh, I recorded, I started writing the material probably in like November of last year, and I released it in September of this year, so it's... It's all written within the year. All right. Dope. Dope. What? I saw you got Diabolic the Monster on that motherfucker. I saw you had Razakel, I think, on that motherfucker, if I'm not mistaken. Who else you got on that record and who you got doing the production on those tracks? Let's see. I've got a few tracks from, um, were you talking about actual the the beat producers, or you want yeah, to talk the beat producers? the beat production? Yeah, where'd the beats come from? Uh, Tuna Beats did a lot, probably about three or four of the newer tracks on there. Uh, Cutthroat Productions did a couple tracks, and my homie at Kai Pfeiffer did a couple tracks. And what what about those features? Who else you got on that record? Was I right about that? Yeah, I thought I yeah, saw Razakel yeah. on there. Diabolic. There was a toss-up because I, I I had to decide whether I wanted to do a double Razakel pre-show, and I decided against it. Yeah. Um, I got Razakel on there. I got Diabolic, Don Arias, Chuckles, Class, LZ, Ruthless Rob, Switchblade Stiletto. 
just a bunch of a uh, bunch of people I, that I fuck with and I wanted to work with on this project. Now you you have somebody you sent me something that's got somebody on it who is kind of beard famous around this show, and her name is Drunk Driver. <laughs> Was that something recent? Was that something older? I'm not knocking that girl's talent. I I understand she's got she's got some talent. She's got some pipes, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not trying to spit innuendo there. That's a that's a legitimate singing term. But how'd that come about? Because especially with the things that are going on, her stock's on the rise. I think just because of what's going on with her affiliations. Yeah. Well, I say probably a couple months ago. I linked up with her. A friend of mine has a little radio station and we, she did an interview with her. Uh, we chopped it up. I linked up with her. I had a track, the dear world track that you're referencing. Um, I had it laid down and I wanted some, I wanted something else to the hook to make it stand out. And I had an idea and I listened to some of her stuff. We chopped it up. I sent her a couple tracks and that's basically how we did it. That's pretty dope. It's all about that shit nowadays, just that networking. And it don't matter. It don't matter if I like somebody. It don't matter if somebody in the chat don't like somebody. Shit, I know somebody right now who in secret is working on a complete EP record with uh, that Canadian bitch from Vice. What the fuck's her name? Candy Cane or something? Cotton Candy? Cotton Candy. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I know a dude who... I respect is a music industry cat and in secret he's been working on features with this chick and putting together a record that's all about Fago and being a fucking juggalo and shit and just awful and he's flying to Canada it's a goof to him like it's not he's not it's not serious to him at all he just did it because it's funny to him but like that shit will sell Somebody will fucking buy that record. It don't matter who the fuck it is. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like these viral. Um, anybody who's got a viral following, no matter if it's good or bad, people are jumping on board. Like these these viral rappers are fucking, man, they're making money, dude. And the line is getting real, like, invisible almost to where, all right, so are you familiar with, uh, like, Lil Mattress or um, Lil Windex. Lil Windex, my, yeah, I like I like that guy. Okay, Lil, Lil Windex representing fucking SDK and shit from the Great White North. If you ain't familiar with him, over the top. You know that's a joke. You know it's a joke. He it's being presented in a humorous way, right? He sends in the background spraying Windex. Okay, so, so <laughs> you can't, like, nobody in their right mind would go, okay, that's somebody trying to be serious. You feel me? But then, on the other hand, are you familiar with Roadman Shack? Big Shack. Two plus two is four. Minus one is three. Quick maths. Do you not know who that is? He's from he's from England. Man's not hot. He was like a meme this year. Man's not hot. There was a guy in the UK named Roadman Shack who did a fire in the booth freestyle for Charlie Sloth. That was terrible. That was like two plus two is four. Minus one is three. Quick maths. Like that's, it was the most garbage shit. And people thought he was legitimate because he was being, he was being like presented in a legitimate fashion. And then he was just this thing. And then you find out it's like fucking Borat. This guy's an actor. 
and this is a character he created, and it went viral, and he got a record deal off of it as a joke. Like, so that line is disappearing. So that's, you know, anybody on the internet these days got a chance of doing something and making it big, and at least being able to clock them nightclub walkthrough dollars. (laughs) That's crazy. People are getting uh, signed and and getting these record deals, just doing funny shit. And you've got motherfuckers out here that are actually grinding, that are fucking struggling. <laughs> and that bothers me. That's that's one of those things I'm not about in this uh, in this game. Even before the show, I, I always took a hardline stance about that shit. We found out there was a group called Psych Ward Druggies. And we found out that their whole thing was Nick Cannon from MTV. That was their thing. And they were trying to portray themselves as an underground rap group. And it was like, nope. You have to leave now. And they never even, they never got anywhere, even with an Oakley fucking sponsorship and a tour bus. So how did you get involved? Do you know the Zool characters? Did they attempt to kidnap you and perhaps you were too big to get in the trunk? So they decided to befriend you. How did you get involved with the upcoming Axmas party? Man, I've known, um, I've known Billy and Joe for a good part of going on 20 years now, man. I grew up with them guys. They're, my father is from the same town that they are. And uh, we met through some mutual underground friends back in like 2000s. We started doing shows together back before they were even remotely a la Zulu. They yeah, used to they, go. By- I know they had a couple of projects before they finally landed on Zulu. Yeah, they went by the Maniacs back then. And, uh, yeah, I, I messed with them guys for a while. Um, we've been kicking it for, for a minute. And, shit, we've just been coming up through the uh, game together, man. And when they, whenever they're in my area or whatever, I usually jump on with them. They are the shit, let me tell you. Since I first got exposed to them and I've been trying to spread the gospel, Azul met those guys down in Georgia for the first time and uh, haven't had a chance to make it out to one of these events yet. But uh, sooner or later, I will make it to a primarily motherfucking Zool event. Explain to me the hashtag. Voice of the Misfits. Voice of the Misfits is like my brand. It's like basically who I am. Um, I used to do like I'm a anybody who knows me in real life knows that I like I'm, I'm really big on certain things. And I'm really widely spoken and very like um, hard-headed when it comes to things. I tend to preach to certain aspects. Um, so like I've just took on this role as a voice for my people. And one of my homies one night, we're just sitting there bullshit. And he said, dude, you sound like you're a voice of the misfits. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know whether that was a, a diss or what, but I'll take it. I like it. You know what I mean? I like being that voice for for those people who usually don't have a voice. So, fuck it. You know, Voice of the Misfits is what it is. Yo, it's a leadership role. That's certainly a leadership statement. And that's what our underground right now needs is motherfucking leadership. Real true motherfuckers that are about their business, about their art, and about putting the best product out to these fans as possible. What do you got going on after the Xmas party, uh, Xmas party. What are you doing in 2018? 
2018, I'm trying to build an empire. Like, I'm not trying to sound like all these other fucking uh, underground rappers or, or groups saying, oh, 2018 is the year for me. But I'm actually just trying to get out and grind, build more of a fan base, do more shows in more areas, maybe set up a mini tour. Uh, I got new merch coming out. Um, I've got a new little... Um, radio endeavor that every fucking person you meet at every fucking show has a fucking podcast that's just the way it's gonna be yep i had a show called real talk radio it was like 2007 i think we all probably did that before any of us tried to rhyme was like Welcome to my radio show. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. As a kid, that was something I think all kids did. I used to put on that record on the boombox, make my little dumbass tape of me and my brother talking with my mom's yelling in the back. This shit for real is going to get oversaturated because people are realizing if assholes like me can do it with what I'm doing it with, then obviously they can fucking do it. Do you ever uh, heard of Block Talk Radio? Yep, yep. I actually... I. Th- That's where I started... I don't know where I'm going with mine. It's gonna I'm gonna break it down into audio going into next year and do some stuff with it as far as like getting on podcast charting. But right now I like the YouTube thing. I, especially with late night. Late night radio sucks. Late night TV ain't too bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because this gives somebody if they're up and they're just laying in bed with their damn laptop or their phone, they can watch the damn show. You know what I mean? And it ain't like a radio. You ain't gotta sit there and listen to it kind of shit. But definitely this Friday, I hope heads come on out to the Thompson house. That shit's in Newport, Kentucky, near Cincinnati. Now, how we were discussing it earlier. How butt fuck is Newport? Dude, it's actually not butt fuck at all. It's like, oh, okay, it's I'll like put that. Real. I'll put that in my Yelp review. Newport, Kentucky, not <laughs> butt fuck at all. Yeah, it's basically. When you cr- like, you got your downtown Cincinnati where all the f- the stadiums and all the buildings are. Soon as you come across the bridge, it's the same thing. Like you just all there's right. just a body yeah, of so water. It's like it's like St. Louis and East St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just, all right. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. You I don't seem like a hayseed. Fr- I don't like. I don't like. I don't like labeling people. But you don't seem like a hayseed. You don't seem like. You know what I mean. You don't yeah. seem like you barefoot running around in mud puddles. That's certainly, no. yeah, that's certainly not your fucking steez. I get that vibe from your music. It's hard. It's dark. I like it. Expect to hear more of it during these warm-up pre-shows. Uh, where can they hit you up? Where can they get your shit? Where can they see what you do on social media? Um, You can add me on my personal Facebook under my real name. It's Eric Stanfield. Uh, you can hit me up. I got a Facebook. Or I got a uh, a music account a page on there too. Easy six oh six. Um, I got my six oh six shop dot dot com. If you want to grab any of the merch or anything, or if you have trouble finding me, just Google and and I'll pop up. Yeah, it wasn't hard to find out information about you. I'll definitely put it that way. I I don't like it when someone comes and they got a like. A com- I hate the idea of a common rap name, and your rap name is definitely not common. You are definitely one of a kind. 